Hello and welcome to another installment of the B Team. Uh, it is I, uh, Junkman. I'm here with Pimo and Jerry. Uh, we had a big week and weekend. Uh, we got our Instagram page up and running. Uh, 48 followers, kind of. 49. 49, Ooh. kind of getting kind of getting up there to like micro influencer uh, levels. But hey uh, boys, sorry to interrupt. I just checked. We're at 50. We're at 50. We're at 50. This is a live update. Live update. 50 followers in the B team. You haven't followed yet. Go give us a follow. Uh, boys, how are we doing? How are we doing? Pimo, what's going on out there in the wild, 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 wicked west? Well, it is both wild and wicked out here. Um, not a whole lot's going on, if I'm being honest. I think I've uh, been able to diagnose my knee injury, torn meniscus. I know all mm. the listeners were patiently waiting for that outcome. Other than that, man, work's been busy, football's been good, and I'm just excited to be back here on the pod talking sports. And, I mean, we've been doing a great job of uh, branding ourselves. I'm just so excited to see where we're going. But I think our weekend's paled in comparison to the weekend that our good friend Jerry had. Jerry, want to give us a little insight into a weekend at Milk and Charlie's? Yeah, it was a fun weekend around Denver. Definitely too much fun because I'm exhausted. uh, Today, it's Tuesday. It feels like it should be Thursday. And um, it's been a crazy last couple of days, too, of work. Denver's just – it's just a little – I'm feeling the altitude. I think I have altitude sickness. Can you tell us – tell the listeners a little bit about Charlie's. Charlie's is a wonderful um, dancing – establishments in Denver. It's definitely the most fun place to go and dance uh, with all your friends. Lee and I have both been to Charlie's. Um, It is a nightclub where the pitchers of beer are $3. The cover fee is five. And for eight bucks, you're guaranteed to have an absolute blast of a night. That being said, for me at least, it's normally like uh, if I'm going to Charlie's, I'm going out once on the weekend. And since I'm really on the quarter schedule these days, by that I mean I tend to go out once a quarter. Um, so every three months or so is, is when I leave my house to, to go socialize with whoever's out and about in Seattle these days. Um, Jerry, I, I don't know how you're still doing it, man. You look great though i mean all things considered you're looking pretty good i appreciate it yeah i uh i mean i it was it was it was uh it was a weekend that i'm glad the lions season is done because i had no emotions left come sunday and it was actually i didn't for the first time in nine years even watch the lions game i'm gonna say it i didn't watch the game what'd you do Watch all the other NFL games. Watch good football. Watch the Bills and Ravens. I, I didn't watch the freaking Lions. I knew they were, like, lose to the Vikings in a pointless game. And you yeah. know it's not coming from a lack of passion. I'm just not doing it to myself for the rest of the year. We're done. Season's over. We're checked out. Bye-bye. You didn't even I don't need to see zone, any though? more of their games. And I'll see them on red zone. But I'm just tired of it. I'm only 26. I don't know how these Lions fans who are like 60 and plus, I mean, keep doing it. 
It's just, as you can tell, I'm very, very sick from altitude sickness. I'm just very upset. I never expected to hear that. I mean, you sound game. defeated. You sound like I am defeated. Who the hell is our quarterback? Blow, 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 blow. He's you were so even... excited about him last week. The and then he comes, and he's still going to be great. He's still going to be great. But he comes in. I'm pretty sure he's seven for fourteen with like a buck twenty nine through the air. That's a really exciting game. <laughs> I mean, we're just pathetic. And here's the saddest part. We need to give Patricia another year. We can't, we can't cut ties with him after two years. I do think we're still close. This was the first game the Lions didn't lead as the highlights jump in the background. It's like the first play I saw of them all week. Now, the Lions did not lead in this game. That's the first time all year. We're still close, but I'm, you know what? I'm just, I'm just frustrated. Oh, here's the – oh, let me give you a quick freaking rundown first half. First quarter, punt. Next drive, punt. Next drive, punt. Fourth drive, touchdown. Next drive, punt. Next drive, punt. Next drive, punt. Next drive, field goal. Next drive, missed field goal. In the game. Sorry, in the half, touchdown. Fuck this. That was the Vikings, too, that last touchdown. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that field goal. All the punts were just say, the Lions. I don't think they had Those two all the punts. All the punts were just the Lions. Well, done with it. Done with this team. I mean, not done with the franchise. Done with the team this year. You're done. Charlie's has these dancers, uh, <laughs> these uh, male and female dancers, mostly male, who are in these like glass containers, basically, and uh, shower. And they shower water on them. Yeah. Uh, put dollar bills down their bulge every now and then, um, and it's just a wild, wild time. So. I'm so glad that, you know, even though the Lions didn't lead in this game, which has been your highlights of your season, you still got to go see the, the dancers at Charlie's and have a great time. So at least we have that, right? Glass half full. We did have a fun – we had a really fun night at Charlie's. We had a couple of Aspen friends in too. Shout out Jess. And just Jess, but Caroline was there too. And then it was a good group out. It was a fun – it was a good – 2015, 2016 group, you know. Oh, and it was shout out Sadie. It's birthday. So 25 it was and 2017. We ran the gambit. Well, wow. if that's a word. A lot of shout outs there too. Anybody else <laughs> got any <laughs> shout outs to get in there? <laughs> I yeah, don't shout know. Out. I mean the air hearts, you almost made it around the world. Uh. <laughs> shout out. Shout out Gandhi. You came so close to bringing the world peace. Um, shout, shout out, out William Jennings Bryan almost led the Progressive Party to a victory with the Heart of Gold speech. Uh, shout out Will Smith, you used to be a great actor. Shout out Bear Bryant, you made Houndstooth cool. Shout out Paul Giamatti, Big Fat Liar. Shout out Jack Black for that one movie where you taught those kids to play instruments. Shout out everyone from my office who has followed our Instagram account. I promised that I would give them all a shout out. So Holly, Sydney, Mark, Azalia, if I'm missing you, come find me at my desk. Uh, thanks for the follow. Shout out the Beatles who got me through this miserable afternoon. 
when I didn't want to keep going, and they kept we me should, from keeping. We keep should see. Being, is there, there a Spotify a Spotify wrapped uh, correlation between Lions losses and Beatles? Or is Jerry's listening? Oh, there has to be. If if I use Spotify, because I use Apple Music, hashtag progressive, um, <laughs> I, there would absolutely be a correlation because every Monday, so eight Mondays, there's a nine Mondays now. It's just like all Beatles all day. And then I kind of slow jam with like original Paul McCartney and John Lennon tracks too. Then you start to get hopeful that the band's going to get back together. You're like, oh, maybe actually we will have a game. You know what? Maybe they will. There's still a chance. There's <laughs> still a chance. You know, Ringo, is, did you hear what he said? He said, Paul isn't dead. So uh, there's a chance. We need to give Ringo another year. Give Ringo. Well, give Ringo another year. Do not cut him yet. Yeah. And and don't and do not even think about cutting his handler. Quinley. Well, uh, Quinley. <laughs> the British version. Well, uh, they're uh aside from the Lions sadness and uh Denver gay nightclubs, um, there were some really good games this weekend. Um there were. Starting with Probably the game of the year, uh, 49ers-Saints, was was awesome. Fucking awesome. Um, and, yeah, I think no one really – a lot of people benched Drew Brees in their fantasy leagues. They didn't expect him to go off. And both quarterbacks went off. Jimmy, who's gotten shit for never winning a big game, uh, played amazing. And Drew Brees was amazing. And, and uh, the Saints came – I mean, 49ers came out on top uh, to take back that top seed. So – you guys get a chance to watch that one, or Jerry, you, you two hung over? That was a great game. I, I I loved that, and I would love to hear Pimo's take on it. It sounds like you watched a lot of it. I'd also like to tell our <laughs> listeners that um, that sound that you're hearing is Jerry putting his mic down. I don't know if he's done with the podcast or if he's done with the Lions or if he's just done in general, but if you keep hearing what sounds like a crashing that is – Jerry putting his mic down. Yeah, Lee, I watched most of that game. My Sunday was not spent hungover on the couch. I was productive. I put together a desk that I'm currently sitting at, as well as a chair that I'm sitting in, and a nice little bedside table if you wanted me to give you a full apartment tour, but I'm not going to do that. Um, so I watched a lot of that game, and it just felt like from the outset it was a game that was going to be coming down to the final possession. I don't know about you, but when the Saints scored with about a minute and 10 seconds, give or take, you felt like that was too much time, just the way that the offense has been moving. Um, and it turned out to be, I mean, George Kittle made an unbelievable play, went full beast mode on the Saints defense and really put the team on his back. But uh, I was just, as you were saying, more impressed with how Jimmy G played. I thought the run game is always going to be really good, but he really played well. And um, Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. I'm pissed that the Broncos missed out on that one because they definitely had a shot to get him. They wanted to go a little defensive minded, but that trick play with Emmanuel Sanders to Raheem Morstead, maybe, I don't know, something like that. But that was, a, that was the type of ingenuity that uh, you need if you're going to go down into the Superdome and steal a victory. Yeah, we were talking this weekend about how this kind of shows how good of a coach Kyle Shanahan is. The, one, the fact that the Falcons are so bad after – granted, it was maybe you can blame Kyle Shanahan for losing that Super Bowl, but he did get them there and had Matt Ryan be the MVP of the NFL – and had Devontae Freeman and Tevin Pullman just 
going off for a year. And then he goes to the 49ers who, okay, Jimmy G's okay. Tevin Coleman, Mostert, Brita, uh, and fucking, what's their, Debo Samuel. and D- Man- Debo Samuel's good. They're going off. So I think – and they, they just beat the Saints, and they put up, what, 48 on the Saints with Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, he's on – I think a lot – I mean, credit Jimmy G. He played a great game. But uh, Shanahan has kind of proven himself as a pretty amazing coach and amazing offensive mind. Um, granted, he could have kneeled the ball in the Super Bowl for the whole second half and probably won instead of passing every down. But he's clearly an amazing offensive mind. and. Uh, I've still like been all year. I've been like, ah, 49ers, not that good. I think, all right, they could win the Super Bowl. They could win the Super Bowl. I, I think they, they kind of proved it this week. I think they're they're set until super high energy game. The reason they he probably was just making those horrible calls in the Super Bowl is because he couldn't hear. He's like the biggest ears, and the environment was just way too loud. So it just threw him off completely. Um, so it's really remarkable, even with his ears, how well he's doing this year. And I agree. I think they're very legit. He is a uh, – if that movie with – can we say Kevin Spacey? Is he still allowed to be said? I don't oh. know. What's it called? A Beautiful Mind? He's a beautiful mind of football. Is that what it's called? No? <laughs> no I think that's, that's Russell Crowe. <laughs> well, okay. And well, the fact that you went with a beautiful mind a beautiful instead mind. of Goodwill Hunting. I mean, they're like the same fucking movie. Right. And you go with a beautiful mind. Yeah, he's got the – the big ears, he's thinking through everything. It's it's nice to see, but I'm telling you, wait for a big loud dome, he's gonna get all thrown off. You think was, Atlanta prepared him, but just wait for a Super Bowl. I'm telling you. He was in a dome. He was there in New Orleans. I said I know, but I just telling you that the, the Super Bowl energy is a whole nother level. I know he's trying to get prepared, but just wait till he gets back there. That's it. <laughs> it's too much. I can hear too much. Well, you guys heard it first here on the B team. Kyle Shanahan confirmed big ears. Big ears. Um, and and ears. can't handle the noise. But because battling of through the For big some ears, reason, I mean, the size well, of his ears means yes. that he's more susceptible to noise. Yeah, okay. definitely. How about this other hot take from last week? The Chiefs are going to make a Super Bowl push. And I am riding that hot take all the way to February. Okay. I think the Chiefs are very legit. Mahomes has been playing injured the entire year. He had his worst performance against the Patriots so far in three games. And in all likelihood, he's probably going to have to play in New England in the playoffs. The Patriots got pretty screwed by the refs. I know we've had our calls go our way in, in the past years, but this game, they got pretty fucked. They easily could have won that game. They should have gone to overtime. And I think the Chiefs' defense has looked so much better than they did. They were a joke earlier this year. They've really come together. Um, but, I, yeah, I think that if they play in Foxborough, that's anyone's game in the playoffs. And, but I agree. The Chiefs are totally – people are forgetting about the Chiefs and how good they are and how ridiculous Pat Mahomes is. Um, but I, I think there, it is very even. I still think the Ravens are the clear front runners, But uh, – Chiefs uh, are definitely an op- an option. Yeah, I'm in agreement there. Um, I think we are also idiots if we're going to just sit here and say, well, the Pats are done, um, because that's obviously not going to be the case. I mean, 
Yeah, they lost two games in a row, but they lost two games against good teams. I will agree with you, Lee. The refs did fuck them. I mean, you've gotten over the past 19 years your pretty good share of other teams getting fucked. So, you know, it, it comes back around. But, yes, that was a terrible call. Um, obviously a touchdown. It, you have to call that a touchdown on the field. That way you can review it, right? Yeah, I mean, but I thought that's what refs do nowadays. Is they call it a touchdown on the field no matter what. So you can review it. Also the fumble. Um, just don't blow your whistle. Just don't blow your whistle. Do you remember that kid who had the inadverted whistle in our flag football? Yeah. Yeah. You wanted bad. to kill that guy. Like, I'll, actually I'll say kill him. the – the fumble thing, it happened in the AFC Championship game that we were watching together um, in Denver. Miles Jack recovered a Deion Lewis fumble when the Jaguars were up by either three or seven, and uh, they blew the play dead, and then the Jaguars couldn't convert and score. They had to punt. Um, and who knows about that game? Maybe Blake Boyle's the Super Bowl champion that year. Um, it goes both ways. The Nikhil Harry touchdown was insane because there was – a fucking inch of green and the fact that they just didn't call it on the field and the Pats are out of challenges. That was crazy, but um, still Pats offense has a ton of question marks and they shouldn't have been down by 17. And uh, it was really cool to see Brady scramble for that fourth down and fired up. And I've been, I mean, I was five years old when Belichick came in. I've been watching him my entire life. The first down gesture in my entire life. And he did it after that scramble. And that just, like, fired me up for the rest of the year. I was kind of like, ah, this team is so weird. Like, our D is great. The offense sucks for some reason. And then Belichick doing that that first down gesture. I've never seen it before. They wanted to win that game. The fire's still there. It's pretty cool they're playing Cincinnati again after Kansas City. Like, the same thing happened in 2014. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they're, we've seen it before. Yeah, well, actually, it's interesting. A lot you thought he was doing the first down signal. He was actually pointing to his camera crew, filming the other sideline. Check out that signal. <laughs> Look at that one there. See that? It's that's a common misconception from last week. No, film that. So I'm glad you got True. excited, but that was just another camera catching him pointing to other cameras to film the other team. True, no I, and I hope we're filming the other team right now after all the fucking shit the NFL's pulled in the past few years. Mm-hmm. I. I I highly doubt that they were filming the one in twelve Bengals, and if they were, no. If they were, we're in a lot bigger trouble than than. The Bengals were hot. Bengals were hot. <laughs> Dalton is hot. Dalton's Dalton is hot. Dalton's hot. You heard it in his head, folks. Yeah, no, I'd be I'd be concerned about that game. I mean, what they're no, they lost. Never mind. I thought they were riding a one game win streak. I was going to say, you know. They, I don't weren't know. they one and one uh, in their last two weeks? Weren't they one in their last two weeks? Compared to the what? Patriots, 0-2, oh yep. yep. Oh, the past two weeks, the Cincinnati true. Bengals have yep. a better record than the New England Patriots. Just Don't that guy. Comes First in. down. They are a force to be reckoned with, the Cincinnati Bengals. Pimo, earlier you said uh, that the Patriots lost to some pretty good teams. Well, what what is the what are the Houston Texans? Your Drew Locke and the Broncos – beat the shit out of a team who everyone thought all of a sudden was a Super Bowl contender. And now, what the fuck was that? Uh, I don't know, man. I cannot even begin to describe the roller coaster emotions I've been on this season. Um, friend of the pod, reoccurring guest, 
our first interview, Matt Hess and I were talking. If you've been around the B team for a while, you know D3 lacrosse star Matt Hess. Um, yes. Fogo. Colorado, yeah, Fogo, Colorado Sports Hall of Fame, future inductee, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, two-time know, All-State. Trying to start state that champ. big, yeah, two-time All-State, state champion, just, just grit, grit. Um, we were talking like a month ago um, for about an hour on the phone about the state of the Broncos and just how bad it had gotten. Uh, we had no hope. We did not think that we were going to be challenging ever again, honestly. And it just was looking like Elway is going to continue to grind this team into the ground. And then Drew Locke, man, came out of nowhere. He looked good against the Chargers, but what was the most impressive was he took another step this week against the Texans and lit them up. I mean, I know it's not the best secondary in the world, but it's still a good defense. He's a rookie QB. It's his first start on the road. And I was really impressed by his confidence, his poise, his ability to make throws. And yeah, I'm excited, man. What can I say? I haven't felt this optimistic about the Broncos since um, God only knows when. I think the last time I felt this good about the Broncos was when we beat the Carolina Panthers after the Super Bowl and pretty much ended Cam Newton's career then, um, if not due to the damage his body took, definitely due to the damage his head took that game. But, yeah, man, the Broncos look good. We've got some really young, promising players on offense. Um, I'm just excited to watch the last three games of the season. I know we're not making the playoffs, but at least there's a little hope around the organization, which is what we need. And judging by Jerry's earlier rant, uh, (laughs) is welcome, to say the least. Yeah, it's completely flipped. The Broncos turned out to be what I thought the Lions were. Um, but like on the opposite side of the ball, I, I, your defense is phenomenal. I mean, you're top five defense in the league. Um, you needed a quarterback. You have one now. If, if some of those early games, Lee just gave some eyes. Lee was giving eyes about Drew, but we're, this is a, we're a pro Drew broadcast at this point. Yeah. Um, and, um, and you, if you won some of those early games, you bet right back in AFC playoff contention. I hope you beat the lions. Cause I want a top the best pick possible. I think that's clear. And somebody put down a little something to win a whole lot that the Broncos uh, were going to win and that the Chiefs were going to win and they just needed the Bills to pull it off and they were going to have themselves one hell of a Sunday, but the Bills just couldn't do it. But I think the Broncos went in there. They matched up well because their defense can shut down. I mean, their their defense did shut down the – Texans offense, and then is this quarterback actually good? Let's see. If he is, with a good D, it's just the sort of spark and just the sort of recipe for an upside, upset road victory, and it's exactly what happened. A little potion mixing of football gods perfectly. We, we got to talk about, I think the Texans, okay, they, like, they beat the Patriots. They've won some big games. They got killed by the Ravens. They got killed by the Broncos. The Titans are going to win the South, I think, Tana Chill is just going off. They play each other twice. They're both eight and five. They play each other twice. That's awesome. We have two playoff games before the playoffs start. Is that right? They play each other twice before the year ends? They haven't played each other yet. So we, wow. have, we have two Titans-Texans games in the next three weeks, which is awesome. Get your T's ready. T's, C's, get, B's. Mostly get T's. ready, boys. And with the Bills – 
looking legit against the Ravens. And the Steelers just keep winning somehow with no one on their team except for their defense. Uh, it's going to be a tight playoff picture. And so these Titans-Texans games are going to be awesome. And I think there's a chance, looking at the Titans right now, that they win them both. If Derrick Henry's healthy and the, te- the Texans keep looking like this, uh, they could miss the playoffs. It's possible. It probably won't happen, but it's possible. And uh, we've got some, some huge games coming up. Yeah, no, we had in college football this weekend what was pretty much a couple quarterfinals, um, the SEC championship, the Big Ten championship, and the Big 12 championship. And it's looking like we're going to get a couple of those games in the NFL too. Obviously, those ones that you mentioned, Lee, I think the Steelers will probably play the Ravens again. I know they've only played them once. Um, I don't have a schedule in front of me, but I know we've got one of those games coming up. The Seahawks play the Niners in Seattle, which could be a game that decides which one of those teams is the one seed and which one of those teams is the five seed. I think both those teams are pretty, pretty good favorites to, if not, be in the NFC Championship game, the Super Bowl. Um, so just a lot of really good football coming down the pipeline. And this is the time of year when the football fans really show up. They stop going out to Charlie's. They start taking it early because they know they got to be up early to start watching the games when they start at our West Coast time of 10 a.m. Eleven is perfect. Yeah, it really game. is. I've been missing the kickoffs and – it's okay, but, you know, I think it's just a little early. You know, it's a little early for a Sunday, 10 a.m. And 1 o'clock here is a little late. This is my first year. It's too late. You got to wait all day. Yeah, and way too late. Then I usually can't even make it to the end of the Sunday night. If Like this week, I knew the Rams were going to win pretty early, went to bed. Um, but last night, went to bed, and the Eagles ended up coming back and winning. Um, but, yeah, it's the times here. Denver, mountain time is the perfect a perfect time slot. It's amazing. Yeah. It's it is six thirty prime time game. I mean, that's right. That's everybody's prime time. It's six thirty, so it's it's just perfect. You can sit back. You know, you fall uh, you fall asleep after a ten. You go to bed. Uh, it's just it's great for the body clock. Whereas on the West Coast, five thirty, you have the Sunday scaries. Yeah, it's over at eight thirty, and you have like two hours to just be anxious, mm-hmm. stay. That's the problem. You can't numb yourself until, until sleep. You got to be up for a little bit after. Yep. Completely right. Scientifically uh, proven. By John when, I lived in, when I lived in LA, uh, I realized that, you know, LA kids love movies. They always watch a movie after the Sunday night game. And, and you know, they miss their sports because they are at work until the start of them during the week. So, you know, that's why L.A. is a movie town, not a sports town. So, yeah, yeah but during your co-op days. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you lived and worked in a grow-up out in L.A. That a was- co-op. <laughs> co-op. <laughs> co-op. Co-op, yeah. It wasn't a co-op. Grow-up. Kibbutz. Yeah. Lived in a warehouse. A kibbutz. Uh, ran an illegal bar. Not an illegal weed distributor but uh alcohol illegally hypothetically 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 I booze without a license <laughs> weed okay some would say that he did a pretty 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 good job too some would say some would say some would say not all 
No. I can neither confirm nor deny, but some definitely would say that, yes. The name's Bond. Are the okay, are the uh are the Rams gonna make the playoffs? Ooh, it's a great question. I think so, because I didn't think they were gonna beat the Seahawks and I was really wrong about that. Did didn't you say we had unlimited meeting time, Pimo? I did. Oh, we have more remaining meeting time. I know. <laughs> I, I, I am looking into this right now. Um, well, I can confirm at least that this time, I think our episode is already gone for at least a, a longer amount of time than the last one. Um, but yeah, you know, this is, um, this is, this is turning into a little bit of an issue guys, but it's okay. Of- it's probably good. It's like right the, the computer senses, right. When we're, tailing off it it's like all right guys 10 minutes wrap this shit up and we yeah. should probably discuss i don't know if you want to maybe if you'd like want to talk about i don't know like college football for a minute well since we have nine minutes left yeah we probably should just spend a minute on it and no more um <laughs> no i i think we definitely should touch on some college football um i was stupid enough to be persuaded by Hess to bet on the dogs. Um, I didn't feel great about it, but it's kind of like... It was seven points. It was inviting. Yeah, we took the points. Obviously, we didn't go money line. We took the points. Um, And, yeah, I turned that game off at about halftime. LSU looks really good. And you got to love Coach O. I mean, you got to love just his... Post game, pre game interviews, go Tigers, go Tigers every time. But what he's done with that program, a lot of people doubted him, didn't think he was the right fit. And he's just proven everybody wrong. Um, they would be, for my money's worth, my favorite to go on to win the college football playoff. But there's another team, Jerry, who I know you're an absolutely massive fan of, but um, Clemson, the Buckeyes of Ohio State. <laughs> Yeah, they, I, I mean, LSU just killed Oklahoma. I guess that's why they jumped them, but that was kind of a shot at OSU. And it really, I mean, fucks them over. They have to face now Clemson in that first round. It's such a tougher matchup than Oklahoma, I think, going in. I mean, not, I think everyone would probably think that. I mean, Clemson, we don't really know. They could still be just the best team, and they haven't played anybody the entire year. So the ACC actually sucks so badly. So, we'll see. It's just – we'll see. If whoever wins Ohio State-Clemson comes in feeling good and they're going to need it to take on LSU. Yeah, I think LSU definitely will beat Oklahoma um, as good as that story is with Jalen Hurts going in there. And I'm sure a lot of Alabama fans will be pulling for him to pull off that upset against LSU. LSU just looks too good on both sides of the ball. Joe Burrow, for me, is going to be the Heisman winner. And they've got some unbelievable skill players. Obviously, I don't know their names. We're the B team. Why would I know the players on LSU outside of um, their running Odell back? Beckham. Yeah, Odell Beckham and Jarvis <laughs> yeah. Landry. Junior. Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. That's who it is. They're running back Leonard Fournette. Jamarcus um, DJ Russell. Chark. DJ Chark. Jamarcus mm-hmm. Russell's really good. Jamarcus Russell. Tyran Matthew. Um, Coach Miles. Patrick Miles. Yeah, Patrick Peterson. 
Yeah. Oh, he's in yeah. lockdown corner. Yeah, lockdown corner. I mean, they're down corner. They're gonna definitely do some damage. They're stacked. They're stacked. And how can that team not go on and win a national championship? Um, I was bouncing around the New York City bars uh, on Saturday night. Um, New York City. The city. Life. Crazy, crazy big city. You know, Big Apple. Um, and uh, I saw that um, Wisconsin was up by two touchdowns. And I was like, damn, this is awesome. Uh, it was, it was maybe like 17 even at one point. And um, then I like was playing some pool, this bar in the East Village. Um, and uh, crazy pool table. Um, you know, I played a little bit. Matty Pilari hit the eight ball in, so we lost. Shout out. Shout Matty. out. Um, and then, uh, I looked back at the screen and, uh, Ohio state was just killing them. So I don't know what happened, but the fact that they were down by that much and then won by that much tells me a lot. And this pool game tells me a lot about Ohio state. Yeah, I was funny. I had a very similar night to you, Lee. Um, I was playing player unknowns battlegrounds with our friend chase murphy and his friend alex broadbrent who is known to me as spent um so spent chase and i we were playing video games and chase and i started talking about hypothetically what would happen if wisconsin won who do you have in um and while we're talking about that i check my phone and of course Ohio State was back up by 11 points and that conversation went absolutely nowhere kind of like a lot of our conversations on this podcast go just just nowhere but um you know it didn't mean that it wasn't still interesting we were since we're shouting at everyone I mean we had like our old house Alan Roll Robert was passed out at that point Tess shout outs bring on the shout outs uh we were already halfway to Charlie so I sure as hell didn't really catch any of this game live um but I saw highlights and Ohio State. I really hope they lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for a title of this one, it's going to be definitely shout outs. It's going to be in Go, there. Shout outs has to be in the title. I, I think it's because that we have an Instagram now. Like we feel yeah, connected to our fans. I mean, we have fans. IG guys. handle. We have IG handle. We have fans. You yeah, know? Fans. Big time, big time fans. Nobody's asked me for an autograph yet, but I think when I go back to Denver for the holidays, I'll be bringing a couple pens with me just in case. Bring some pens, bring some ink. Um, don't forget the ink. Uh, you're going to be signing some some things. Babies probably, mostly. Yeah, that's a pro tip there, Lee. Don't forget the ink. A lot of people yeah. mess up and they just bring a pen. It's like, well, that doesn't do anything. You got to have the ink too. What's that going to do? Do we Absolutely. think Urban Meyer is still secretly calling plays? Does he is he have like does Ryan Dave or your piece in and Meyer's just No. No. Okay. Here, well, here's what I think. I was checking. Here's a little serious analysis for you. I think that he recruited so well that That's true. any one of us could be the head coach there and still perform. I mean, Steve Chase, Belichick would be great. Chase Young is unbelievable. Justin Fields is definitely a better quarterback, at least in college, than Jake Fromm. George is fucking stupid for letting him go. Um, and, you know, I don't know anyone else on that team, but... Yeah, that was a uh, lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was pretty impressive, right? Um, obviously, they just have a very, very talented team. A lot of NFL draft picks will be coming from that team. So I don't think it's the coaching. I think it's the recruiting and 
the organization that Urban Meyer built is now just paying dividends for some lackey off the streets. Just throwing it out there. No, that's a it's a fair point. Looks like we're going into our final two minutes here, folks. Two minute drill. As it's become to be known on the on the B team the past two weeks, is we're in the two minute drill. Oh, it just the, jumped. This is less than a minute now. We just oh. lost a minute. <laughs> wow! This is like at the end of a Bond movie. Like, don't press that button, and then they lose everything. Second Bond reference. What up? Because the Bond trailer came out. Did you guys see it? I have a gun in my room. We can shoot him. It'll be fun. No time to die. It looks epic. I haven't seen a Bond movie since Connery, to be honest. Stop. <laughs> I haven't Daniel, seen a Bond movie since Brosnan. Daniel so, Craig has reinvented the character. He's brought a I whole new emotional depth. I haven't depth. seen. You I seen any of the Daniel Craig James Bonds? I have not seen a single Daniel Craig James Bond. Alan Lee hasn't seen one Daniel Craig James Bond. I've seen. You showed me the clip of him in Mexico City. We were trying. Yeah, I've showed you that like four times. I, I, we watched right. that clip. Back to. Uh, one night you yeah we didn't got go a great four watch. movies ahead well two really good ones two okay and hopefully well before we get cut off here which is gonna happen thanks for tuning in and uh hopefully next week will be better but probably not so Softly as if I play piano in the dark. Found a way to channel my anger, not to involve the world's a stage and everybody got to play their part. God works in mysterious ways, so when he starts the job of speaking through us, we be so sincere with this here. No drugs or alcohol, so I can get the signal clear as day. Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition, so I'm ready for war. Okay. I hold your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh yeah, girl.